Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about everything pink aura, pink aura shades, pink aura combos. And I'm going to tell you something. You care about pink auras. I'm going to tell you why you care and how that shows up in the collective consciousness. And once you know a pink, you will never be able to unsee a pink. So we're going to get into that. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Even I care. <laughs> you do. You know, I, I, I have to ask this. Mm. I know you've said, and we've gone through this a hundred times on the podcast and in real life, even more times in real life than on the podcast. And you always say I'm red and blue, but I feel that this week I've been a little pink. Maybe you're a little pink this week. I have. I Why? think I'm a little pink. Well, I'm going to tell you, I got the best haircut oh, of all time. Oh my God. My hair. Here we go. I know what you're going to say. has not looked this good. Thank you, Jenny B., my hairstylist. <laughs> My hair has not looked this good. My hairstylist. <laughs> That's right. I have a hair. I have a hairstylist. You do. Yeah, I tip well. Um, it hasn't looked good in like like the last. I don't even know. Maybe ever. It's a good haircut. Yeah. She. This, you know. You went a little longer. I went a little longer. And it is good. But I'll tell you. Yeah. What I'm about to say is is weird. Like yeah. as I pre-screen it before it comes out of my mouth. Oh boy, where are you going with this? Well, cause I was like, you know, we were in yoga yeah. and you like to pick the spot by the mirror so you can watch your moves. No, that, that's not true. I, <laughs> oh really? No, I don't pick that. No, that's you, okay. not true. Del, do you, I what? Pick, you always are by the mirror, correct? I pick, yes, because <laughs> I picked this. Yes, it is by the mirror, but it is the back row last spot in the corner. Now that's where I like all throughout my high school, college days, I sat in the last row in the back corner. It's not because there's a mirror there? No, not at all. Not okay, at all. So but there is a mirror there. You were, it was right before yoga started. Yes. And you were sitting on your mat in kind of like a cross-legged lotus position. I was warming up. I was doing babies, got bottle or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you looked in the mirror and I heard you mumble to yourself, I look like McDreamy. <laughs> and you touched your hair. And I was like, oh my God. Well, you know how McDreamy, <laughs> was it Patrick? Ryan Patrick, Dempsey, Ryan Dempsey, Patrick Ryan, Dempsey, pa- Ryan Dempsey. Ah, you're scre- Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, well, he's got McDreamy. great hair. Yeah, and now he does. Well, he did. I don't. I haven't seen him in like ten he years. Probably but still, no, ten he years does. ago, we had great hair. Yeah, no, yeah, he's in, enchanted. And stuff, yeah. yeah, and I feel that's the level of my hair right now. That's why I think I might have some pink. In my it's aura. just like it was just really funny because, like, listen, I'm so glad that. I'm so glad you love yourself, you know, and it was just like, who, who mumbles that? Cause you, you didn't think I heard you or anything. Like you just, that came out of your head. Okay. Like that came out of your, like, that was like so organic. You're like, oh my God, I look like McDreamy. <laughs> and you were just like touching your hair. You're like looking at yourself in the mirror in a lotus position. It was great. I was in the downward cow or whatever. So okay, maybe not the lotus. it was a four okay. class. There's start. a lot of, there's a lot of holes in your story here <laughs> from you thinking I like the mirror. Okay. It was yoga class. It was before it started. It was yeah. you staring in the mirror and it was you mumbling to yourself. Wow. I look like a McDreamy. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I did say that. And I was just like, wow, you know, and, and, and good for you. My initial reaction was like, Wow. Okay. And my, uh, and then afterward, I'm like, you know what? God bless him for loving himself, you know? And, and you do, you, you know do have is, great is, hair. It's because I've had many years of bad hair. Uh, you like, always I'll, have, you make this up. No, we're, you know, cause I usually like it short and then I get like, you know, it's like really like to my forehead or whatever. It's like really, it doesn't like poof out or whatever, you, you know, great. it's not like styled. I don't usually style it, but I had like gel in there and I was like, I, I think there was a pink glow around me. Was there not a pink glow sure. around me? Sure. Okay. All right. So what? what <laughs> forget about me. Okay. What does it mean to? <laughs> That's how 
talking about you. You love talking about you. <laughs> maybe you are a little. A little maybe pink. I have a little. Maybe there's a little pink. Yeah. I think I might have been a pink kid. Could I have been a pink kid? No. <laughs> maybe. No. Maybe. All right. I don't like Disney, so that rules me out. Well, right? okay. Well, that's symptomatic of being pink. So let's right. get into All right. it. So what does pink mean? All right. So pink auras. Okay. There's kind of you know I'll talk about. And as I've grown on the podcast, I've been able to explain this a lot better. Um, there's what the pink aura, the pink energy means. And then there, there's like how it displays itself to us, like the symptomatic <laughs> pink quality. So pink auras really are uh, very fiercely protective of their inner child. They definitely enjoy and are able to be in a present moment easier than other energy colors. They are playful uh, just fun-loving, light-hearted energies. They're creative and they do things. They're they're just a lot like children in that they like to play and explore themselves through being playful. So society might call that superficial, but it's really how they how they discover themselves. I just had a reading with a lovely pink aura. She was a pink aura as a kid and it's like emerging. And it's because she started um, an Instagram like just for fun, like, uh, you know, uh, like nails, like a nail account where she does nails and she's, and what was interesting is during the reading, I was like, this is how you discovered yourself. Like, this is how you, like spirit was showing me, like, this is how you're getting insights about yourself. This is how you're doing self-discovery. This is now superficially society might be like, oh, you're painting your nails different color. Like you're, you know, no, 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 she's, this is truly just like children do how they find themselves as, you know, you give them a room full of toys and they're like, you know, be explore. That's what pink auras do at, at, at their base self. And then society ends up calling that and judging it and, okay. and saying things about it. All right. I mean, and that is interesting. And I do have another question here. So okay. you brought that up and it, it, it does seem like. Not, not me per se. I know in the beginning I said I care. I really don't. But other people, <laughs> really not don't. me, the red aura. I don't care about anything. You know, whatever. <laughs> but other people do seem to care more about like pink auras, yeah, than let's say the other aura cards, the yeah. greens or reds or something. Yeah, this is why you care. Like the, the collect, even if you personally don't care, like because right. you personally, no, Scott, me, no. you find everyone equally right. nonsensical. Exactly. <laughs> All aura colors are equal in my eyes. <laughs> well, yeah. Not- Okay. All aura I colors. Mean, all aura colors are equal. <laughs> Equality for all auras. It's not even about that. It's, <laughs> you just made it this whole... <laughs> Okay. Okay. What it's really about is... Oh, my God. You got me off track. Okay. okay so, so why do we care about pinks? Okay. Why do we care about pinks? Okay. Or other people. The collective consciousness does attach to pink auras. And it's... it's This is what we're going to talk about today. Like, I feel like the playfulness or that the holding on to the inner child and the fierce protective um, nature of the pink aura, plus the ability to shut out other people's opinions about how they do all these things makes them such a, a, a ridiculous target for society. So therefore a lot of the pink aura playbook, like in society, you're going to see society like feels like they own them. They feel like they're allowed to have opinions about them. Now, you're going to see this more in famous pink people. But in pink people in your own life, this is happening too. 
like they might have um a partner who it feels like they own them they might have a partner that like it's always like so it has a lot of opinions they might be very judged by a peer group they may always feel like they don't fit in they always find themselves like everyone's jealous of me and i'm truly not trying to do anything to bother you um they might like just be really playful that kind of thing they have they're very protective of who they let in and stuff like that but this in in celebrity world which we're going to talk about later yeah, they, they seem to get picked on a lot right? they get crazy picked on yeah like to the point where people are obsessive um and they attack certain things like they'll attack their sexuality they'll attack their appearance they'll attack the words they use they'll attack their activities they'll attack their choices and 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 a lot of it ends up boiling down to you're immature you're naive you're silly you're foolish you have no filter um is and and finally is there something wrong with this person mentally okay could it and this is just me adding my two cents here could it mm-hmm. could it be like a jealousy thing is this a je- like is it jealous because i know you say a lot of times that there's pinks when they're young when you're when you're yeah. younger maybe you're you're pink and that eventually turns to another color i know a lot of times you say it turns to like a purple yeah but could it be that the people that are always attacking them are, are jealous? I, I don't know. A hundred okay. million percent. Yeah. Think about it this way. Here's my analogy for everyone listening. Think about like, and, and you got to get, you got to go there for a second with me. Hopefully you can. Um, remember when you were a little kid, maybe I would say most little kids at some point in their little kid life wanted to gather everyone together and be like, oh, watch me perform. I'm going to sing for you, or I'm going to do a sword fight in front of you guys, or I'm going to, I don't know, like something performative, right? And you'd sit everybody down and you're like, watch me, watch me. And, um, as you get older, you get the, uh, you get the feeling like that's cringy. Like people don't want, you're like, what, what, you're taking up too much space in the room. You know, other, you know, people start to snicker or they're like, this isn't a time for you right now. It's not cute anymore. Okay. And then what happens is, is you internalize like, oh, I guess it's just, I'm too old for that. That's not cute anymore. I got to put it away. You never wanted to stop doing that. You just got told to put it away in so many words. Pink or has never put it away. (laughs) They never put it away. And when little kids do that, they're not trying to be cooler than you. They're not trying to take something away from you. They're not trying to one up you or make you feel jealous. They're just trying to play. And it gets misinterpreted by people that put it away and now are jealous. This is such a subconscious agreement that I feel like a lot of us can relate to when somebody's and pink auras, they tend to wear the outfit or do the thing or say the thing or make the choice or whatever they do. And inside, there might be a part of you that's like, that's inappropriate, that's immature, I'm too old for that, you know, whatever those things are. And then you see somebody else just so blatantly doing it. So basically what you're saying is society has crushed the dream yeah. of all of us, reds, greens, yeah. yellows, blues, yes. indigos, except for the pink. Who has somehow yeah. been able to rise above that and still be yeah. and do what they want. Think never think never never land. Yeah. Okay. Peter Pan. He was pink, right? He, he was. was yeah. yeah, like if, if if Peter Pan were real, he'd be pink. Okay. That's like my pink or a boy. Well, come, okay, so think, okay, so maybe I was pink because my dad growing up, yeah. all he ever used to call me was Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter that was Pan my syndrome. <laughs> he said, I'm Pete, there goes Peter Pan again. There goes Peter Pan. Yeah, but it was negative. It was kind of like an, was it well, was it positive or negative? I think it just meant they that, always joke. They always joke that I was Peter Pan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
I don't know that it was negative. Maybe it was negative. I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, I know I wasn't pink, but I, I think it was more <laughs> the. I think in my own way, and I was, you know, like I said, I just started getting going about a few years ago. You know, it's only been like five years since I've actually been able to think like reason logically and reason, yeah, you know, okay. reasonable and come up with ideas and all that stuff. But I, I was a very late bloomer. Your spiritual awakening was about five years ago. Yeah, my spiritual saying. yes, my spiritual awakening <laughs> was like five years ago. And I was living in like a fog before that for all those other years, many, mm-hmm. many years. Uh not that many. Um But he used to call me Peter Pan. Yeah. Meaning like I never wanted to grow up. Yeah. And I'm not a pink aura though. I'm a red blue. But don't we all want it? Think Neverland. You said like it crushes everybody, right? Yeah. Think Neverland. Like what's the what's the appeal of that whole thing? Pink stayed on Neverland and the rest of us had to go and yeah. grow up. And, but 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 why I did try to stay in Neverland you for tried. a long, long time. You did. I wasn't pink, but I did try. <laughs> Maybe if I was pink I'd still be there. Yeah. But But you're back now. Yeah, I think this is a little I'm not bit. Neverland. <laughs> I want to go back to Neverland. I know. We but, all do. That that's the appeal of uh being pink. Of being pink, it's like you 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 kind of stayed there. You yeah. stayed there. You remembered it, and you know, like in Peter Pan, like they all forget it. It's like a little memory, like you know, on the end of the cartoon, Peter Pan, the Disney one, the dad's yeah. like, I feel like I've seen that ship yeah. many years ago or whatever. That's him remembering, yeah, and that's the thing we left behind, and Pink's didn't leave it behind. And just like that dad and Peter Pan, you probably don't remember the last scene, but a lot of people do. Like he sees the cloud in the sky. He's like, I feel like I remember that ship from a long time ago. That's what pinks make us remember. So we want to own them. And we're like, I want to keep you. You You're like a touchstone to that. But then I don't have to be ridiculed. You can be the one that's ridiculed. Right. Like I can hang out with you. I can hang out with you for the day and I can feel it. And you take all the hate from society. and I just get the benefits. And then I can go back to my world and be like, oh yeah, like that. Like, right. That's like the dad in Peter Pan. Like, I feel like we're more, we're all more that guy, you know, and you don't want to be that guy and you are that guy. And that's like the stress of that whole story. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't, you are that guy. And so that's pink. Like, like okay. they stayed on Neverland, never, Neverland. Right. I mean, that's my easiest way I can understand no, it. And sense. it's not, and, and I'm going to talk about this with the boy girl thing. Like, it's not about that. It's about keeping your childhood right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it probably had to do more with not wanting to get older because if you get older, then you eventually yeah. pass. So I, I yours is more mortality driven. I think driven. Mine was more, more mortality. Yeah, more mortality. Pinks, I don't think have that problem. Yeah, I don't, so that's why I'm not pink. I'm red. Pinks are well. Everybody wants to go stay a kid. Everybody does, and yeah. and every and I just did the inner child episode. Like every kid is amazing. Like every aura kid's amazing. It's just when you're a pink aura and you got to keep that. Like, it's like, oh my God, you kept it. Like you kept it. You kept, now you're doing it in ways that maybe I wouldn't do it as a kid. You know what I mean? Like the ways that like a, like a pink or adult is connecting to their inner child. That might not be my ways of connecting to my inner child, but you still see them connecting to their inner child. So it's like, oh, you know, like that. All right. I got a couple of things to add just before we go to the break. Okay. I just want to say, you know, I'm in the discussion groups and we tell people their colors. Nobody gets more excited. (laughs) And... When you tell a pink they're a pink, yes. they just go crazy. Like they're like they're, they have like their fingers. Crossed. Please be pink. 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 And then when they get colors. that confirmation yes. that they're pink, you're like, they're like yes, I'm pink. <laughs> they are so excited to be pink. And then all of us in, that are like, yeah, you're like, oh okay, yeah, well I'm yeah. red. Yeah. So yeah. and I'll tell you, <laughs> there is a. 
pink chat out there somewhere. Oh, did you yeah. talk about it? You're going to talk about this? To. Okay, so there is a pink chat out it's there. It's an elusive. You, yeah. I told. Uh, I tried to get in myself. I couldn't get no, in. No, no, they won't let they you. They won't let me in. I thought one of our pinks, um, Caprice, uh, I talked to her about this. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Caprice, are you in the pink or chat? And then she was like quiet for yeah. a while. Like you can't get And in. then she's like, I am. And I'm yeah. like, you know. Do you know? You guys should have fight. They should have fight club rules. And I think they do. No, they do. Do you know that you're, you know, you're. Your your name's on this podcast. You cannot get into the pink no. chat. No, oh no, you're and not I, allowed in. That's their thing. No, it's I'm the not elusive in. pink chat. I tried. I pretended. No, they, oh, they know they're good at. No, they they they, they, <laughs> knew, they knew me right They'll away. They'll throw you out and they don't oh, care. Yeah. Oh, they're like, yeah. bye. Yeah, bye. And it, it, no, I said it should be Fight Club. I told Caprices. Um, I said the first rule of Fight Club is, is there is no Fight Club. Yeah. The first rule of Pink Chat is there is no Pink Chat. Okay, and if you do hear some <laughs> rowling in the background, that is our two cats fighting if it out right was, now. So I got to go break that off. If this was a show, if we, if we were able to somehow one day just film it, you wouldn't even understand no. the knockout. Talk about Fight Club, the drag out fight I am watching between yeah, the two cats go, right, right now. I got to go break this up. You do the ads. <laughs> hey, Scotty, what happened? Well, I just broke up a huge cat fight. Um, I got in there. I was like in the middle of it all. Yeah, it was rough and tumble. They're now with their yeah. I, I know Ooh. I stink. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. I got fur. Okay. I got fur in my under. That's not. Is that my armpit hair? Or is that fur? Oh, oh my, my god! I need the loomy. It's time for the Get loomy. Me some loomy. Well, it's not all your fault. I mean, okay. it is yes. a warmer season. It's a cat's fault. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, the sun's shining, birds chirping, and the spring air is warm, which means the sweat is upon us all. Thankfully, loomy deodorant is here to keep us smelling nice when we need it the most, and where we need it most. I'm talking pits, privates, and beyond. Let's face it, our underarms aren't the only place that we have odor. Uh, Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered and proved in clinical testing that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant, aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. And a special offer for you, new customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with code KYA at lumideodorant.com. I love their body wash too, so you're going to want to try that out. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash. I love that. And deodorant wipes. Good for the gym. And free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code KYA at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi Deodorant. That's L-U-M-E Deodorant.com and use code KYA. Oh, spring. It is truly the time for renewal. And it is also a wonderful time to refresh your skincare routine. I've done that with Osea's Ocean Eyes Serum. I mean, it's an amazing place to start. Nothing says more refreshed than bright, wide awake looking eyes. Listen, I wake up and my, I'm so dry in the morning. Like my skin's dry, my throat, everything's dry. Everything just feels so dry. And I will put my, you know, splash water on my face and then I put like my ocean eyes serum and it brightens it smooths depuffs like I feel my eye skin just like absorbing it immediately it's and I just I look immediately woken up um and 
I just love Osea's mission of clean, seaweed-based, vegan skin and body care products. And you will too. Once once you get on it, you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I find this earlier? So find it now. Ocean Eye Serum, it's like a shot of espresso for your eyes. And then it, it comes with this amazing like cooling rollerball too, which refreshes and awakens your whole eye area. Osea has been making seaweed-infused products that are safe for your skin and planet for over 27 years. All their products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate neutral, powered by seaweed and conceived in California. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. So spring into your most radiant skin yet with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code KYA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to Osea, O-S-E-A, malibu.com and use code KYA for 10% off. So Scott and I, we just spoke about um, what it means to be have a pink aura and why society tends to get obsessed about them. So we just talked about that. So now I'm going to talk about a couple things. I'm going to talk about um, some frequently asked questions about pink auras. I'm going to talk about pink problems. Um, I'm going to talk about some pink language <laughs> that we've come up with over at the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. I'm going to talk about the shades of pink and what the different pink aura combos can mean and what they look like. Because even though we end up talking about this like in celebrity a lot, because that's just the easiest way for us all to have a conversation about it, is people like we all know and can relate to. Trust me, in your own life, you have some pink aura people. So it's nice to kind of know, okay, what do they look like? Maybe I'm pink. Maybe I've been repressing it. Maybe I can let it out. Maybe, you know, someone in your family could understand themselves better if they just understood the pink aura thing, because it really does, it really does release a lot of shame. And where does the shame come from? Okay, so let's start with frequently asked questions about pink auras. And the first one is, hey, why are they always white women? Okay, I only see what I see, okay? Like, a lot of times, this is just how it works. Like, I see auras around people, and I have to kind of, like, use my brain and understanding and educate myself to explain it back, which is why I don't see a lot of yellow aura black men. That's a whole other thing. I've talked about that in, um, in, like, the trauma episodes and stuff. And I don't see a lot of pink auras unless they're adult white women. Now, there are pink aura kids of every gender, every race, every nationality. I'll see that. But into adulthood, the overwhelming majority, and there's there aren't a lot of pink auras to begin with, tend to be uh, white women. So why is that? And that's society. It's just the way things are. How do I explain that? So there is a place for pink auras if they fit some stereotypical roles that society has deemed collectively. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm just saying that this is what I know. This is what my, I've theorized this, that if you act kind of like, I don't know, entertaining or a little like stereotypical female. So like you're a cartoon, you're a caricature, caricature of yourself. You're like a cartoon of yourself. You're the stereotypical woman in cartoons then people are like, oh, you know, so that's why it kind of boils down to if you have a Disney princess personality or Playboy bunny personality, like those, those different kind of stereotypical society driven 
not super functional roles for women welcome the pink aura. And pink auras might subconsciously be like, oh, I fit there. Oh, I find acceptance there. Oh, I can carry on that role and live in my joy bubble and live in my fantasy there. And they can get stuck there and pigeonholed there. And and so that that's why I, I see mostly um, white women as, as pink auras. They're like it's just society has whittled it down. Now that feels really sad because my next frequently asked question is like, are any boys pink? Listen, I will see pink aura boys, like little boys. And like, it's hard to explain. Like a pink aura boy or a pink aura girl, they like to play. Now, all kids like to play. The difference is, is they like, pink auras like to carry that into adulthood. So this gets you into trouble when you're an adult. Because I feel like, again, because society will put up with that from women longer than it will from men. So that whole kind of like, here, I'm in a cute outfit and I'm performing for you guys. Like when you're six and you're a girl or you're six and you're a boy, society's like, okay, let's watch, you know, but, and then they'll tolerate that as you get older a little bit more as a woman versus as a boy, because then what happens? They start to kind of, everyone, even your parents, everybody will start to discourage that behavior because of, you know, gender gender stuff. So I really feel like society plays a huge role in the pink thing. Now, if that sounds really sad, it is. But at the same time, I will say it's gotten better because I can see auras as long as there's photographs. So looking at kids from, I don't know, when did photographs start? Like 1850s, like around there. Because I love looking at old pictures of people and being like, what was going on with their aura? Totally different. Like back then you see like a lot of just a hazy kind of blue aura kid. And there's not, there's no, it's very conformity driven. And now at least I am seeing pink aura kids at all. And I do see pink aura boys. It's just, I feel like society kicks it out of you a lot earlier when you're a boy. And that's why I just don't see a lot of pink aura men. But there are some and we can talk about it. Um, next, next part. A pink aura boy, just like a pink aura girl, like I said, they like to play. So sometimes I'll say, all right, like Peter Pan vibes. All right, like, you know, it's like, a, and it doesn't mean if you're a pink aura boy, you're into, quote, girly things. It means you're really just all in on playing. You are all in and you love fantasy and you love, and you know you're playing and you're protective of playing. That's a big thing. Like I notice pink aura kids, they're like, yeah, obviously we're playing. Do it right. Okay, that's not the rule. You don't get magical powers and all of a sudden you're invisible in the game of tag. It's not going to work that way. They're very strict about their playing. And that's kind of a big thing with, with pink aura boys or girls. So that's really that's really the characteristic of being pink. It's like you're very protective of your childhood innocence, of your childhood jobs of playing and discovering and having fun and living in like fantasy land and you understand there's adults and you understand that there's kids pink auras understand that more than anyone and they want to keep that separate like i do not want to be you (laughs) i want to be a kid and i want to stay this way which is really sweet but what think about that think about what that looks like if you're like a, a 12 year old boy and you're, and you're talking, you're acting like that. What does society do to you? What do your peers do? What do teachers do? What do parents do? What, what do your neighbors do? Like, you know, what, what does TV, what does media tell you about yourself? 
So that's what I mean when society kicks it out of you and why there might be more of a space for it when you're a female versus male. All right. So like I said, I only see what I see. I'm not, I only see what I see. So that's what I see. And that's why I think that's how it is. Okay. Um, three. Oh, why do pinks, pinks tend to go kind of stereotypical. I touched on this like just a little bit ago. You know, they might dye the hair a certain way, like, you know, blonde or the pink, or they might just go for it. They're always cute, always cute, but they kind of go for shock value or extreme, like a little kid. What, you know, what kind of, what hair color did you want when you were four? All right. Now you're 35. What care? You know, if you didn't lose that, you know, what color would your hair be right now? You have the money for it. Nobody tells you no. And you still are like four years old about it. Like that's why pink auras go for it. They're like, I want these streaks. I want unicorn hair. I want pink hair. I want platinum blonde. I don't care that my hair is black. Do it. Okay. So think about that because pink auras have the budget and nobody telling them no. And they still have that kind of, uh, that, that vibe, which is like, I'm going to do what I want. This is awesome. I'm going to birthday cake for dinner. All right. So they kind of go, they wear fashion, not for comfort. It's just like a little kid. Like when you were a little kid, I know, you know, having kids, um, and being around kids, being around my, my kids' friends. I mean, if you want to go on a full on pirate costume, or, you know, your Captain America outfit or Spider-Man or your Princess Belle to go to the mall. Like, that's what you're wearing. All right? I just talked to somebody. It was so funny. And um, her daughter is pink. And it's not Halloween, but she's like, I need to wear this Halloween shirt. And it was like, okay, you know, I guess, that's, you know, we're going for the holiday today. You know, whatever it is, but they're adults. So I think that that's funny. And, th- and they'll just do it. They don't wear it for comfort. They wear it to make themselves feel something really good. Kind of like, and sometimes it's like to embody a mood or a vibe or a character or just like where they want to be right now. Um, They find a lot of fun in fantasy. All right. So these are kind of the stereotypical pink stuff and how it plays out. Like they, they, they love fantasy. So that's why they do tend to get that. I'll see, you know, a comic con or Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Okay. Uh, You know, Disney, obviously, like things like that. They get holidays, like pink auras love a holiday, birthday parties for little kids. Um, I mean, they, they get into it. I've read so many interesting pink auras. I've talked about this one before. Yeah, I've read um, Pink Aura, who she works as a clown okay, for little kids' parties. It's, it, they love to live in the fantasy. And that's where they find themselves. And that's where you connect with them. So it's not fake. It's actually a very real place to find them, just like when you sit down and you play with a little kid. That's like the best way to connect with a kid, you know, play with them. Uh, they love to dress up and they do it. They do it for themselves and they do it for you. Like, let's make this special. I'm going to look cute. All right. Pink auras love to dress up and they have like really playful attitudes and they know it. They might shift their voice around for you or them. It's really everything they do is honestly for their own. Comes from here. But... If they like you, they want you around for it. So they might shift their voices. They might play little games with you. They might do role-playing stuff like a little kid. But they're aware. Like, they're cognitively developed people and adults. <laughs> so just, They're aware that they're doing it, just like kids are aware that they're playing, too. It's just like kids, like, 
That's why it's sometimes it's easier to understand pink auras if you think of a kid. Like, uh, would I would I call out what my kid for playing with me? Like, hey, you're using a robot voice with me right now, and like, no, they'd be like, yeah, I know, I'm playing, get with it, all right. And like, um, pink aura adults can be like that too. They're just like fun. And frequently asked questions, why do pinks manifest so well? Pink auras do. If you didn't know that, pink auras manifest so well. You can see all these pink auras in the news and you're like, how do they get famous? How do they have their own reality show? Like, how do they have this following? How are they an influencer? Like, how are Because that's the space that they really do work best in because it, those are the most actually easy to manifest in spaces, believe it or not. Fame, money, attention. They can use these things really easily because they go into, they're kind of their fantasy land. And what gets in the way of the law of attraction? Your own 3D logic. Now, we all need that logic. So your ego logic, we need it. Keeps food on the table, keeps your phone turned on. Okay, those things are necessary. Pinks don't live there though. And I guess the plus side of that is it's easier for them to manifest quicker, bigger, better, more obviously. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Pink problems. That does lead to pink problems. That sounds like problems, right? Well, it does lead to problems. You know, nobody doesn't not have problems. So these are some pink aura problems. Pink auras learn very early on that a lot of people don't want to help them. It's hard being pink. If you kept your pink from childhood to adulthood... You learned how to get real stubborn, protective, and kind of closed off about it because you know that a lot of people are coming for you. You've already heard all the nasty things about yourself. You've been left out. You know that people think you're cognitively impaired or kind of like a dimwit or ditzy or whatever words you've already heard. You already know that. So you kind of can close off from it. And because of that, you learn early on, like, okay, people don't want to help me. They're actually jealous or triggered or, or they think I'm trying to be something I'm not. So they, it's sad. And they learn that early on, which makes it easy for them to receive things without questioning it, but harder for them to give. So I do notice that's a pink aura problem. They can kind of shut themselves off. Like, they're very friendly. I often say this to myself in my own head, like a pink won't hurt you, but a pink won't necessarily help you. It really depends. If they know you, if you're already in their circle, they'll do anything for you, of course. It just takes them, there's more layers to the pink. They're kind of like onions, okay, like in Shrek. They're like onions and you have to peel the layers and then when they trust you, they're like, okay, you're not going to leave me, call me, 
a name or have a preconceived notion or try to own me, which is the other thing that happens to pink ores. That's a pink ore problem we're going to talk about. Then they'll let you in. Then they'll give more to you. So they're just not right off the bat as giving, possibly, as other people are. Um, they do have an escapism. I'm going to say that's a good thing and a bad thing. Depends how they use it. Uh, I call it the joy bubble. So pink auras will go into their joy bubble. It is their own bubble of joy. And they're really good at separating reality, with quotation marks, from where they're at. They'll do this during trauma. They'll do this to play. They might stay in there a little too long. And that's when the problems happen. Um... Because then in the joy bubble, other people start making assumptions and creating narratives about them. Oh, she's bimbo, ditzy, disorganized, superficial, uh, because they don't really have it in them to fight and they're in their joy bubble. They don't even notice. So the whole world can happen around them and, and they come out. And it's like they've been in a time machine or something. It's their joy bubble machine. And they're just like, what happened? I'm in this marriage and what is he doing with our money? This My friends are saying, what about me? <laughs> what's happening with work? Why, why didn't my bills get paid this month? What happened? They're like, what? You know, so because, so that is a pink aura problem. You can stay in the joy bubble a little too long. It's a coping mechanism. Um, they can also be seen as spacey. Sometimes I do call it la la land pink. Like if I'm reading somebody and they're like, here's my sister. And I'm like, well, she's pink. She's a little la la land. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just like they're in kind of like, like a kid how many times have you been around a kid and they're kind of in their own world but the second you're like in bedtime's in 15 minutes and they snap right back to it they're like no it's not you know like they come right back pink aura is same way they can kind of you might think they're not paying attention but they are it's like they're in their la la land having said that it can make the normal struggles of that we all have more apparent or worrisome for other people like think like mental health stuff like, if you have, like, mental health issues, like, oh, like, everybody has, but some people have it worse than others, and then you're in kind of la-la land about it. People around you are like, okay, we have to take, you know, like, a conservative ship out of you, or we have to Baker Act you, or we have to, like, they can get, like, whoa, real intense a lot quicker, and then you're in your joy bubble, and by the time it's all happening, you're like, whoa, wait a second, wait a second, you know, so I see that struggle a lot with pink auras. Um, they're very protective of their space and bodies. This is so they can have a, a heart. They don't always trust people helping them, including professionals. And this is because society, this is a societal issue with pink auras. I see a lot of pink auras, especially when they were kids. This is really sadly taken advantage of in lots of different ways. And I mean, just too numerous to talk about, but we'll just keep that general. And so what happens is they get older and someone's like, oh, hey, I got this great therapist. Or, and they're like, no, no. No, no, don't touch me. Don't come into my space. Don't tell me what to do. Very, very, very stressed and scared of it, which is understandable. But um, they, they're they so used to being seen as people think they own pink auras. So that's why back to the whole, it's hard for them to receive and it takes them a while to get to know you and open up and trust because if they lasted into adulthood with that pink aura, they've been seen as a piece of meat a piece of property, an accessory, not human, trophy partners, I mean, you name it. So they're very, oof, don't let new people in, even if they're like medical professionals. 
And finally, and I'm, oh, you know, I'm super not a medical professional myself and I don't claim to be and I love therapy and I love doctors, but it's kind of like, it feels like a disassociative vibe sometimes with pink auras when they've gone through a lot of trauma or something. They'll just retreat from reality so well that it's become kind of like something that they just go into and don't even realize they're doing it, which can make them more susceptible and vulnerable to the wrong types of people stepping in then and taking advantage of that. All things I see on the downside of being a pink, but there's lots of good things about being a pink aura. Like we talked about them. They manifest brilliantly. They're very chill. They do not judge you. They're extremely loyal, once, especially once you're in. They will not, they don't, honestly, pink auras don't gossip. They don't talk about other people a whole lot. They're not, they're not about that. If anything, they want to talk about their joy bubble or their own stuff or like what they're into or their moments and if other people are a part of that they want to talk about that with them that's why i see a lot of them at like comic-con or disney people or like whatever it's like oh let's talk about this together you know that's what they like to talk about um they can be very very stubborn people are like oh my god you know because the way i think i've talked about pink especially early on it was like oh they're like disney princess vibes it's like oh they must be so sweet well not honestly they're very stubborn they're sweet, but they're very, very stubborn, and it's okay. They just are really good at putting their foot down and then stepping into their joy bubble, so they don't care if you have a problem with that or not, which I think is really funny. They have an it factor vibe. They're not trying to get the attention that they constantly get, okay? It's just coming at them, hence why there are a lot in the entertainment industry, reality TV, singers, all that kind of stuff. They just, they have, there's just some, a je ne sais quoi about them. There's something about them. They love, kids and animals just love them. Kids love them and animals love them. And old people probably too. <laughs> they just have, they just, they kind of like vibe through the BS of our 3D society and show up to you as like real. And it's so funny because usually they're like they're very playful so you're like oh they must be fake no they're really really real and kids and animals like flock to it they're very like i said they're non-judgmental they usually find a crowd with other non-judgy people and, and you know i and i think it's because a lot of pink auras famous pink auras tend to be icons even if they're not lgbtq themselves i see a lot of lgbtq people loving like think like marilyn monroe or paris hilton or whatever like you know, they, they find themselves being, I mean, not Paris Hilton, but definitely Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and I mean, I'm off the top of my head. I can't think. But, you know, they tend to be a lot LGBTQ. People are like, oh, you know, Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton. OK, um, they want to kind of come at, you know, they, they feel welcome and embraced because they are because pink wars don't care when they're in the right spot, when they're in a good space. They don't care. Britney Spears. All right. Um an icon for everybody, but I also see them a little special spot in LGBTQ because it's like, they know what it's like to be kind of lonely and set apart. And I feel like that group does too. So they kind of find each other. They get it. They love to shock people. They do. They're kind of like purples that way. So pinks and purples have that in common. They like to kind of just do something different or wear something or be, you know, they, they don't care. They're like, oh, they do it not to make you feel bad about yourself. They do it to make you feel happy or excited or to shock you or surprise you or make you believe in magic again. So they're coming to the Halloween party in the cutest outfit, not to make you feel 
bad about yourself or not creative. It's to make you feel like, oh my God, like you put so much time into that. Like that's so cool that somebody does that. You know, like there's still magic in the world. You did that. <laughs> that's why I love like pink aura teachers, pink aura party planners, because they really, they're good with the moments. They're good with the little things. They're good. They make magic. They do things, they're very creative. They love to do things outside the box because they don't think inside the box because they've never been invited in the box. So that's just normal for them to kind of think outside it. They love being in the present moment. They're super good at it. Um, they want you to come into their joy bubble. Once they like trust you, you come on in to my joy bubble with me. And oh, trends. Let's talk about trend, like clothing trends and pink auras. Now, a lot of them that we talk about seem to kind of fit some sort of Barbie vibe or something. That can happen, but honestly, what I see with pink auras, especially the younger ones, they find a trend and they stick with it. It might be like Y2K fashion. They're, they'll stick with it, though, a lot. Or they're like 1950s or something. Like, they'll, they'll kind of go into whatever the trend is and, like, hit it hardcore to the point where it's like, wow, you really embody that aesthetic. So they're kind of like aesthetic trend, but then it, but they go all the way and it becomes like part of their personality. They really play at it. They're good at it. It's fun. It's cute. Okay. Oh, and this is really fun. So in the Mystic Mikhail spiritual family, I we have a very elusive, <laughs> I don't even know where they exist or meet or talk, pink aura chat. And on our Facebook page, they came up with like one day out of the they're very elusive, okay? Very mysterious. <laughs> I think that's funny. And they come up, they came to our page one day, like, like they appeared and they had like a spokesperson. They're like, here's our pink aura manifesto, they called it. And it is, you can look it up and it's in, I think like the trending, I don't know, it's, it's tagged somewhere on the Facebook page. I don't understand how to find it, but you can find it. But one of the things they came up with, so I have to give them credit, is something called the pink aura punch. And I love this explanation. Um, it's just kind of like when they're done, they're done. So pink auras can take a lot, but when they are done, they will just punch, punch out. And you're just like, where'd that come from? What's going on? Like what's happening? I see this like with um, Lisa from Real Housewives of Miami. Like she was in her joy bubble. You know, her husband did mean things to her. And she was just like, okay, bye, punch, leave him, live in my best life. And she's not going to back down. Like she's going to do what she's got to do to protect her assets and interests. And you're just like, where'd that come from? Like, yeah, she wasn't so easy to walk over like you thought she was. And pink auras are not that easy to walk all over. Kind of like the Pamela Anderson documentary. We'll talk about that more coming up. She's not that easy to walk over. Like she will fight. She will fight. Let's talk about shades of pink. You know, this is what I've seen. All right. So I've seen kind of a floaty, misty shade. So these are like playful, playful pinks. They're experimenting with their pink. They kind of exist. Um, they might not be as aware of, of their pink aura powers. They might be coming into them or they just kind of like, like whenever I see like a floaty, misty pink aura, I, I want to pep talk them. I'm like, you have a pink aura. Sit down with me. <laughs> we have to talk because <laughs> you have all these powers we have to unlock. Kind of like that. Um, very sweet, very child, like very innocent, just like really kind, really sweet. Bubblegum pink. That's like pop, pop and pink. Um, they are fun, dynamic, very much here to make a statement. 
Um, they know they feel different. They know I'm different. I know that. Like they're aware. Uh, but and they know they don't fit in. But they also try. You know, they they stopped trying to do that a long time ago. So bubblegum pink, they're like just like a fun kind of dynamic kind of vibe. All right, hot pink. Ooh, hot pink. That's like Barbie core straight up. Um, little hot mess pink. Like I talk about hot mess purple, it might be kind of more like hot mess pink. Not, but they they rein it in quick. Uh, in a way, people flock. People flock to the hot pink auras. That like society people, they just flock. They're the, the most judgmental people will find the hot pink people and just like ruin their lives with their nonsense and rumors and just attack them. It's just it's bad. Sparkly pink, embracing their pink from childhood. That's kind of what it means. Feeling creative, dabbling in it, curious about it, taking it out when they want to, using it for inspiration. So those are the four shades I see. But it really does matter. It does matter like what your combo is. So there's pink, yellow. So people say like, well, if you're pink, yellow, what's your empath color? Well, pink, I call it like a vowel color. You know, like what? A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. (laughs) All right. So it's like blue, indigo, purple, uh, turquoise, and sometimes pink. So with pink, yellows, like they're very empathic. They're very sweet, but they're pink, yellow. So these ones I find making it in the industry and in the world a little easier than the other pink aura combos because they have the yellow and the yellow takes over and can organize their pink creativity. So I'll see them in, you know, social media marketing or event planning or anything like artistic, but with a direction. So they're, they're the best at like getting influencers or interior design, stuff like that. So pink yellow is a very functional, probably the most functional of the combos in terms of how they function in society, you know, just how our 3D world. Um, but then there's pink blue. I love pink blue. I see a lot of pink blue kids. And then the pink will turn to purple or something. Because pink blues are so sweet. They're so kind. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. They're the, they're very playful. They're the most childlike, I would say. Um, they love animals and children. Like, they just, they're very... Uh, altruistic. That's the Disney. That's kind of like, that's kind of the Disney vibe. If I was going to pick one, like pink, blue, just very sweet. But then I'll see, like I said, a lot of pink, blue kids, and then they'll trade, they'll boot the pink out for purple because people don't understand pink. They understand purple, even parents and stuff. It's hard to have a pink kid because you feel like you have to eradicate the pink sometimes to erase them, to, to erase the pink, or eradicate the pink, to protect them it actually does erase a part of them but you can't help it because like when you're a parent or if you had parents that did this they were just trying to honestly nine times out of ten help you and so they don't mean to it's just that when you're pink blue you're very sweet and people take things from you you're like okay you know or you know you're really you're 11 and you're still want to go to the you know i don't know the american girl doubt you know you're 11 12 13 you're still playing with barbies and, you know, your caregivers might be like, don't you want to, um, don't you want to care about jeans now? Don't you want to care about shoes yet? Don't you want to care about this music artist? And they're like, no, I want this Barbie. You're like that. So it's kind of uh, people trying to make you grow up quicker. Anyways, pink, purple. They're fun. They are fun. You love the pink purples. <laughs> they're a good time. Okay. <laughs> 
if they get a partner or somebody in life that's like understands them, loves them, respects them, gives them room and helps them kind of like be themselves, but also stay safe. I see them doing so well. Otherwise, I see them getting taken advantage of the most of all these in a lot of ways, even over pink blues, because like the blue will adapt or whatever. Pink purples, like you got the, it's like double punch stubborn, you know, double punch creative, double punch it factor, double punch intuitive. You're not organized. Although I will say pink auras, uh, pink and yellow do share a lot of tendencies when it comes to knowing what looks good and stuff like that. I will say that. But, um, but pink purple, you guys are a fun crew and ever, you just got to watch your friends, watch your relationships like harder than anyone else. Okay. Let's talk about some pink auras that we all know and take interest in. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. So before we talk about some pink aura celebrities and whatnot, hey, you know what's for dinner tonight? Wait. Yep. Wild. Yep. Wild grain. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. I think wild grain is pink. That brings out the pink in me. It brings out the pink in me. My you. good hair and now this. I know. Perfect day. <laughs> well, Croissants. Wh- I love it all. A sourdough bread. Everything. I love everything. It is. It truly is like yeah. a fam favorite over here. No, someone asked me on the discussion group the other day, like, what about wild grain? I, it's the best. Like, you don't I, understand. You understand. <laughs> like, you understand. like getting a box of wild grain, yes. it's like Christmas. It's yes. like, ooh. Yes. Wild grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Unlike typical supermarket bread, I mean, you can't go back. We can't go back. Wild grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. You'll never run the risk of getting bored with wild grain they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to try plus for every new member wild grain donates six meals to the greater boston food bank so you can eat good and do good all at the same time all you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash kya and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often it's easy to reschedule skip or cancel plus for a limited time you can get thirty dollars off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash kya to start your subscription you heard me free croissants in every box and thirty dollars off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA. That's wildgrain.com slash KYA. Or you can use promo code KYA at checkout. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So, so you gave me yes. this list. Yes, you did. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were recording, actually. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were. We are recording. Yes. Oh, okay. So you gave me this list <laughs> of the different shades of pink. I think you divided into basically four main categories of pink, kind of like when you did with your greens, like chameleon green and yeah. CEO green. Right. And then you gave me the celebrities because you knew I wouldn't know who they were <laughs> under each one. So let's go through those shades. Okay. And some of the celebrities in each That represent category. the shade. All right. So the first wow. one you gave me was floaty slash misty pink Mm -hmm. and in there was pam anderson yeah anna nicole smith yeah charlie d'amelio i don't know who that one is or tiktoker maybe right um but yeah okay i know know at least two of these so that's that's pretty good for me yeah so pamela anderson she has a pink aura she's also like blue and a little purple too and i feel like the the purple might have come from her trauma and just being in the um 
you know, what happened to her as a kid. If you watch that Netflix documentary, it's like fascinating. And she, and, and the floaty, the floaty misty pink thing with her. I feel like if you kind of connect with her vibe, all right, especially if you're watching the documentary, it's kind of easier to do that. But even if you didn't watch it and you're just kind of like, oh, Pam Anderson, her, there, a lot of it is like, is she aware? Is she here? Is she ditzy? Is she, is she attached to reality? Is she like people, I feel like just don't trust her judgment at all. Very easy to write her off. Very easy to see her as a no one, even though she's extremely famous, you know, kind of like a cartoon character of a woman or something like that. But when, but really that's, and that is the downfalls of when you have kind of a floaty, misty aura, like, but people would probably say she's very nice or she's very sweet or, and she is, you know, and she is. So that's kind of the, the vibe she has, which is like that floaty, misty, sweet, childlike, innocent, but also the way society views all those things and puts their projected hate on it and turns it into all those negative things I just said about her. So I think she's a really good example of that floaty pink. And she kind of floaty pinks too. They feel like they kind of float around life a little bit. Like, like, uh, oh, how did, like, even Charlie D'Amelio, like, how did that happen? Like, why? You always say, like, how is she famous? Well, <laughs> like yeah, that, okay, so yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, in the beginning you said, in the opening, you said something about, like, owning. Yeah. Like, we like, we like to own pings. Yes. And put them, like, on display or whatever. Yeah. She, like, that one, the, she's the TikToker, right? Yeah. She feels like she could be that one of those. Yeah, well, her they, dad is probably, right, like, yeah, I on assume. display. Right. And, you know, she, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she could be one of those. And maybe. Pam Anderson, too. You know, yeah. like, it's just, it's just kind of like that feeling of, um. Like, oh, where am I going now? Where am I showing up? What am I right. doing? And and whenever Pam would put her foot down, then, oh, forget it. And you see that more if you watch the documentary. It's really fascinating. Then she gets – because shades can change, just like with all of us, shades can change. I would say she's major, – like the majority of time, she's got that pink floaty thing going on. But I I can see her going to that hot pink where people start attacking her, you know, especially during the whole – um the when when that tape was released with her and Tommy Lee and she was going to court and fighting it and stuff like that then she was more like feisty so yeah so that that's that's kind of what that feels like interesting and then there, you had Anna Nicole Smith on there oh. before I I mean I knew I mean that was like before I think that was way before social media yeah that was, she was like huge I like, she was, I want to say she story, died right? in like even like 04 or okay. something like that cuz I remember it was all over the television that's, People and were yeah, obsessed with, like, details of this poor woman's life. Like, yeah. you know, and she was just, again, like, that floaty kind of vibe. Like, well, maybe I'm here now, and maybe I'm here now. Maybe I'm here. Maybe I'm with this person. Maybe I'm that person, you know. And she obviously had other issues at play, too, with addiction or, you know, and whatnot. And God knows what else, the poor woman. But the sick attention that society puts on it and and – that that part I feel like looking back is upsetting, and then you see it playing out with people who are alive, like Pam Anderson. You're like, oh my god, like that could have been you, like she survived that because Anna Nicole went through that and died, and and Pamela Anderson went through that too and survived it. It's 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 amazing. But, and then you also see kind of the difference because Charlie D'Amelio, I feel like she has protectors around her, okay, like strong. And I talk, I just talked about this, like. I don't know how else to say it. It's just what I see. If you're a pink aura with a support group of actual caring people who love you or, or at least have it together for you, around you, you're better off. 
in a lot of ways. And I don't want to say like pinks have to depend on that. Like there can be good, you know, like look at Pamela Anderson. Like she's a very independent pink person and she's doing well. But, you know, it was a journey for her. I think it's society makes it hard for pink auras not to be leaning on someone all the time because they've told you how dumb you are and how incapable and that. So you end up like seeking somebody else out to own you. Okay. All right. Next we have the bubblegum pink. <laughs> and on that list you have Dolly Parton. Yeah. Caitlin Bristow. Yes. And Holly Madison. Yeah. And it's yeah, kind of like you say they're here to make a statement. They feel different. They don't usually fit in or they stopped trying to fit in a long time ago. Are they like, are they business pink almost? Because it yeah. seems like those are, I know Dolly Parton yeah. is a big businesswoman. Yeah. Like she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think Caitlin Bristow has a few yeah. businesses. Yeah. Uh, Holly Madison. I don't know as much about her. Yeah. I don't know. She, who is she again? But I, yeah, <laughs> she was one of um, Hugh Hefner's uh, girlfriends, but she made it like really big, you okay. know, and, and she's into business. I think she has or, a podcast now know. and stuff. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know a lot about her, okay. honestly, but I would say, okay, so bubblegum pink auras and I'll, I'll do Dolly Parton. She's okay. a good example. Like they're self-aware. They figured it out, and she, and Dolly is uh, she's purple and pink, and she figured it out a long time ago. Like you know what, I don't fit in, <laughs> and like she flip and stopped trying, and then made a whole theme park around it. You know what I mean? Like she's she if if you like this shade's great for using your pink in a way that's marketable and um I don't know straightforward in a way that you know. Like Dolly's a great example because like for for a long time people have been coming at her about her looks and her hair and her makeup and the way she acts and her body and whatnot and she's had the comebacks forever. You know, like she figured that out a long time ago. Um and and she realized like that's my that's this is that's my train. Like this is the way I'm going to I'm going to use it. It's who I am and I'm going to use it. So I think that shade bubblegum pink is a more self-aware about who they are, what they do, what they're into. Okay. And, and stay in stay in a lane that works for them. Okay. So interesting. Yeah. All right. Then we have hot pink. <laughs> and you have down the Barbie core, a little hot mess pink. Yeah. Uh, people always look to, to flock to it. They get judged maybe the most yeah. of anybody. And then you have down Britney Spears. Yeah. Cardi B. Yes. And Britney Murphy. Yeah. And then I have like a little asterisk of Jessica Simpson, but I think we're talking about her in a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. So I kind of, I, obviously Britney Spears, I know I had the poster when I was a kid in my room apparently. <laughs> or, or when, when you I was were a college. kid. Oh, was I college. think when I met you, After you were college. 24. We already talked about I don't, this. I don't remember <laughs> that. We talked about this. I don't remember owning that poster. <laughs> my hair does look real good. Um, McDreamy. I am. Okay. So, all right. So her, I know. The other two, Brittany Murphy, let's Bagley. About, but let's talk about Cardi B. Cardi okay, B. So okay. hot pink, like these, this is the pink or is like, I think they know they're pink. Even with the, they don't know they're pink. They know they're pink. Like they, they that. know they're pink. They know they're different. Yeah. They know nobody's going to understand them. They got a little chip on their shoulder about it though. <laughs> so they're going to be a little more aggressive feisty saucy i like to call it about who they are and what they do and also i'm going to rub it in your face so cardi b she rubs in her she rubs pink in her face well she you don't know who she is (laughs) no she's the wop song singer you know that song okay terrible okay well (laughs) terrible song okay well okay well because you're a dad with little girls so i think that's okay pink or no pink (laughs) quality for all all her colors that should not be a song i love that song i, I what? yeah i do it's, it's very catchy that's not, that's not music 
it's not for me. It's not something like I'm going to like, I would write or sing. It doesn't. But, uh, okay. So let me back it up. Backing right. it up with okay. the, before all the females come at you, Scott. All right. All right. When you're a pink aura, there's something that I see pink aura females do that, Car- that Cardi B does probably the best. All right. So being, owning your sexuality is something that pink auras uh, get. They do. And that's, that's across the board with all, I could, I didn't even go through all those. I could name like sex scandals on every single one of those people that they've oh, had. Right, right, right. If you think about yeah. it, sex yeah. scandals, yeah. people attacking, you know, with Dolly Parton, like, you know, oh, her yeah. chest. Yeah. That was a joke okay. Thing. All right. So yeah. I could name at every single one of these pink aura people where, where society came at them and had a lot to say about their choices, their body and, and their sexuality. Yes. Yes. Cardi B just says it back. Cardi B, she's like, you know what? Yeah, you're going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to shock you. And she was, she actually was a stripper. Okay. Like to make ends meet, like when she was younger. And she's had so many, I mean, so many controversies with like the things coming out of her mouth and the things she said she did to survive and whatnot. But her, her, the biggest thing with her is her pink aura is um, she is, she puts her sexuality on display. And peop- the number one thing people will say about her is how gross she is. Like, that's so gross how she says that. Da, da, da. But she's saying it before other people do. Society's disgusting. No, I know. But here's my – I mean, this is – and that's fine. I okay. understand that. And like, like going- what happened to Pam Anderson was she did not put out that tape, tape on purpose. Right, right, Society right. did that to her. No, and Cardi B is just like, I'm going to do it first. Okay. My only problem with this one, though. Pick her power. With the Cardi B. And I've actually – I'll be <laughs> honest. I've never listened to the song – the full song myself. <laughs> My problem is that the audience for this is ki- is children. Like children – maybe she didn't intend she, it to no, be children. No, she addressed not, this. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that she – okay, and you can tell me what she okay. says about it. It's not – I assume it wasn't intended to be children. But no. the, it's the kids, you know, under 18 yeah. uh, that listen to it. Right. And I have a problem with that. That, that It's because so, she's so, I assume, very famous and popular. <laughs> right. I think she's famous, right? Very, oh, yeah. famous. Oh, yeah. That's my problem with it. Like I don't want my 8-year-old Abby – Singing this song, they, not even knowing the, what it means or anything, but still singing that song. I know. And that's where I have a problem. It's not that, that she's singing about it. If she wants to do that on, like, her, you know, if she has oldie fans or something, totally fine. She does, actually. Okay, there you she go. She makes a ton of money over there. That's fantastic. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> all the power to her because you got to be – I'm assuming you have to be 18 or something. She's, like, number one. Yeah. But yeah. She, she, she doesn't even do what you think she does on there. No, I don't – that's irrelevant. She's more like creator. No, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't care what she does on there. You can do whatever you like. I, that's totally up to you. Right. All equality for all. <laughs> but, well, okay, so what's the response that, you know, an eight-year-old can listen to this? She's like, well, that's your problem. Like, why – you know, keep your kid away from music. Well, that's I, not my well, that's responsibility to, to – my res- – I'm not going to alter my art because there's well, – by but, the but, way – But that's why I say – But that's exactly right. That's right. why I say to the kids that's not, that's not music. That because I don't want them to listen to that. Well, by the way, there's been like uh, men have been writing. I mean, songs like oh, WAP no, those... have been around for flipping years. Also, this argument's like I think like six years oh, old. I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, this oh no, this, came out this is whether ago. you're pink or not. That's why I said this is everyone. Right, everyone who sings this? Yeah, type yeah. Of music. Men, women, you know, women, whatever. Yes, I'd be upset. So this well, she, the board. she she comes so. My so my point like even that visceral reaction you just had is, a, is a, so okay. makes so much sense right okay right. fair like that that reaction you just had is that's the that's what I, that's why I'm doing this episode because because honestly <laughs> okay. like 
I could also name 50 people that have sang songs that bad, but there's something about that song. And I know you're saying you well, would say that about anybody. Yeah, I, I would saying. say it about anyone, but that's yeah. only the one I know because I know my kids know that song. Right. And I'm not, that I don't agree with. There's, but I, I mean, would agree, anyone who sung a song like that, I would agree. <laughs> I no, can't I agree. Like, I don't know who else. I can't think of I like else, big but. butts and I cannot lie. I mean, there's been songs yeah, like no. this forever. Oh, no, we listened, like, <laughs> on our, you know, this is our last road trip. We were listening to some Pitbull songs, Pitbull, you know, Mr. Worldwide. And there were some lyrics in there that, you know, Brie knew them, our older one. Right. And I was upset about it. I don't know if he's pink or not. But who's the artist? Oh, my God. He sings like, you'll be a woman soon. Oh, yeah. That's that's, uh, that's Neil Diamond. Is that? No, that's not Neil Diamond. Yeah. Yeah, that's Neil Diamond. Ew, I just looked it up. You're right. Okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, that that creeps me out, That's so awful. Yeah. I mean, we could go back through time. Yeah, that's creepy. I took like a whole music. That's more creepy. But I took like a whole music course in like college about this stuff. And there, WAP is nothing. Like you could even go back to like 1920s and they're like, whoa, they put that in a song. For the time, yeah. But even now, like, oh, okay. Like the euphemisms they use and stuff. You're like, holy cow. No, no, this isn't like a new thing. She just there's just a target on her because she's pink. Yeah, that's like just there you go. And that one became very popular too. It's very popular. It's very catchy. More popular than some of these other songs. It's a catchy song though. Okay. All right. There's a kid's bot version. I'm gonna I'm gonna (laughs) There is a kid's bot version. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Look, I'm just saying I think it's about swimming in the pool or something. All right. But I'm gonna play it for you. I don't I don't you know what I could never I (laughs) I tried to listen to the song. I got through like the first like twenty seconds. Okay. And I just couldn't handle it. All right. Like like, I couldn't handle it. That's good this could have been an overtime WAP conversation. Yeah, this could have been anyways. All right. That's my example for that because uh the hot pink ones they they know they know they bother you and they also like love it (laughs) (laughs) honestly it doesn't bother i don't really think about it right now all the pink auras are like blast and wop okay all right (laughs) they're like for blasting it as long as i'll be honest as long as as long as my kids don't listen to i don't care what what happens (laughs) they've heard it trust me oh i know they can rap it i know And that's, I don't know like Well, that. I'm purple about these things. So as a mother, and everybody has the right to their own mothering, my way of dealing with it is like, this exists. There's no way you're not going to hear it. So well, let's I, like, listen it, to it together. You and have just to live laugh. a lifestyle. <laughs> we just laugh. We laugh. We laugh so hard. You have to live my lifestyle where you live under a rock <laughs> and you never heard it. You know, I would have, if I, for you guys, I wouldn't even know it was a song. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All, All right. right. All right. The last one I have here, <laughs> the last shade of pink. We don't even have to call overtime today. All okay. right. The last shade of pink is sparkles. And I have down, <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this stuff. Floaty, misty, bubblegum, hot pink, and sparkles. Sparkles. Okay. Sparkles. Embracing their pink from their childhood. Feeling creative. They dabble in it. Take it out when they can. And you have down... Mariah Carey, Selena, 
Drew Barrymore. Yeah. All right. So I know I know all three of these. All right. Let's talk about Mariah Carey. Okay. You know, here's the thing with Sparkles. Like, and again, you you shades change. You can be a hot pink and have sparkles, or a misty and be hot pink, or you know, bubble gum, all that kind of stuff. All right. So there to change. But I'm just trying to get like the best examples I can. All right. You know how like Mariah, <laughs> like. You know, like Mariah Carey, like she does, it's how to explain it. Like she, she's very, you know, she does her thing and people really come at her for being a diva. You know what I mean? Yes. And then she like retreats. All right. She retreats cause she's blue too. So she'll retreat. She'll go into her world. She'll come out. And then, you know, that famous, um, it was like the year right before, uh, COVID Times Square. She, yeah, she like, botched it or she botched it. She's like, I'm done. Just like walked off the <laughs> stage. It's just so funny. Or, or somebody, I forget who somebody said like, um, Hey, Mariah, you know, somebody said this mean thing about you. And she was like, who's that? And like, she knew who it was, you know? So she's got kind of pink sparkle people. And that, like some of her songs, you know, are so pink and they bring it out. They bring it out when they have to, and they put it away when they know that it's not going to be like when it's their prerogative. So they have more like, like the spark sparkles with any aura color. It's kind of like you use it the way you want to. And it's through curiosity and it's like less, but also kind of like bursts of it. So that's, that's like Mariah. Um, wait, who else did I have on there? Drew Barrymore. Oh yeah. Drew Barrymore. Selena. Yeah. Since Drew, since Drew has had her show and I did so many posts about this, like, but her pink is more and more and more and more and more. And it's come out a lot more, but I think like, you know, her movies. Okay. Like her pink aura sparkle has always come out in her movies. Like, like uh 51st dates you know like any that one where she goes back i'm so bad you guys with my recall but like where she goes back to high school yeah well i feel <laughs> josie grossy or like that kind of thing like she's so cute i feel when she's in a movie with adam sandler she gets really sparkly yeah. extra sparkly yeah like adam a wedding sandler singer yeah brings out an extra sparkle i think her. he does too yeah there so... might i think there was some debate like do you like adam sandler with jennifer aniston movies oh, or adam sandler more? i like you very much i like you yeah, Drew, he, they're oh, yeah, they're so down. cute together. Yeah, the, the ones with Aniston get a little dull and boring. Oh, you think so? Yeah. yeah, but him and Drew, I love those. Yeah, the sparkles. Yeah, the they sparkles. they a lot of sparkles on both of them. I think they have fun together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she's just so she's real sparkly too. And then the okay. last one, Selena. Selena. Um, yeah. you know, Selena passed, and um, <laughs> I feel like with her, she just lit something in people. So like very inspirational, and um, you know, just one thing about Pink Auras who pass, they stay with us. In, in a different way than I think other people do. Like they become part of the culture, I think, because they put themselves so much into the in what they do and into their art. Oh, it really, okay. it really lasts. They have like a legacy. Like oh, think Marilyn Monroe. Like there's like a legacy. Oh, that, I mean, this is a great question. Uh, now, I mean, I'm going to ask it. So that's, that's a great question. <laughs> and I'm McDreamy. My question. That's why it's great. Uh, McDreamy has a great question. Um, okay, so I noticed pretty much in every category. There's someone who has passed tragically. Mm. Do pinks more than other aura colors, or is this just every aura color, tend to pass in more tragic ways? Because you love, mentioned Marilyn Monroe, yeah. and that's what it kind of hit me. And then you got Anna Cole Smith, of course, yeah. and Brittany Murphy. Right, Brittany and, Murphy. You know, and Selena. Yeah. Is it is that a pink thing, or is that just an everybody thing? You know, I'd love the stats on that, but um, yeah. I would say it's a pink thing. Okay, you think? Yeah, I really do. I feel like the way that they go is so... Her couple reasons why one something happened to them and they were so misunderstood. And then the other thing is like looking back, like with hindsight, you're like, oh my god, the world treated them so horribly. That's another thing. 
Um, another thing you'd be like, oh my gosh, like so much injustice surrounded their story. And, and finally, I feel like they were always in such their own bubble or something. You're like, oh my God. It's like, it's like, it's like when it, something bad happens to a kid, it's like, oh my God, they had no control. Like they were so alone. They were so helpless. Okay. So I think that that adds to the tragedy factor. And then, and then, like twenty years later, you're like, "Wow, that was awful!" Like how they treated her. And I wanted to talk about Jessica Simpson. Yeah. So yeah, the last thing I have down here is pink combos. Yeah. I have Jessica Simpson. You, I mean, I think you were kind of trying to put her into one of these four categories, and I was, it just didn't fit. Yeah. So that makes her a good one to end on because she like depends. Yeah. It depends what's going on with her. So if you remember her catapult into the chicken of the sea. Yeah. yeah. Like she had that. Well, she was a singer, and there's so many. You're not on TikTok. There's so many TikToks making fun of like how she sang, like she used to sing. She was like year 2000. She was like real breakout, like that yeah. kind of thing. You know, she's like chicken of the sea. She didn't understand like tuna fish was right. tuna because it's called chicken. Like, and that right. was one of the first reality shows, I think. Yeah, it was one of the yeah, first ones. Her right. and Nick Lachey, and people just love to like just act like she was an idiot. Yeah. And she was just being herself. And if you look like her, you know, kind of that people owning you, like her dad. Like there was a lot with her dad coming in and owning and. Um, you know, then a book just came out, you know, she lost control of her company. Then she just got it back. She wrote a whole book, how she had an alcohol addiction issue. Um, and then, and then just looking back, like people called her such body shame. When you see a picture of this girl back in 2000, she's gorgeous. And what the magazines were saying about her body. So it was constant, constant attention on her body and her choices and her mind and, um, and whatnot. And, and so recently, within the past like i don't know year or so she did this uh ad for a design company and she was really 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 skinny in the ad and there you go everyone's like coming at her for that now so she's all over the place like sometimes she's bubblegum sometimes she's hot pink sometimes she's floaty sometimes she's sparkly like she it's hard to pin her it's hard to pin her down and i'll tell you what i think happens this is my psychic thought <laughs> that she's got a team that the second she starts going like hot pink or like by way of like Britney Spears or something like, like I think her team is like <gasps> get her back retreat 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 and they like throw her somewhere like you know you're out of the spotlight for six months I feel like they're just really good at pulling her out sticking her somewhere so her brand doesn't suffer or whatever and then like bringing her back out slowly and it, but I feel like it's hard to get a grasp on her as a person like she was a singer she was a reality star she's a business person she's a spokesperson like what are you you know yeah. but it's also what shade are you it's hard to pinpoint her shade yeah. too okay so it, yeah that's hard time defining herself yeah and it does seem like like you were saying a lot of these like go in and out yeah like an in and out like you like all of a sudden you're like wait I haven't heard of the name Jessica Simpson in yeah five years yeah and then you'll hear all about it and then years go by and you're like one of the last, lastly, a notable no show here. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian. Let me see if I can guess. Oh. Now, let me see if I learned something. Okay. I would have to say, based on your descriptions, she would be the bubblegum pink. Yeah, Kim like Kardashian? between floaty and bubblegum. Oh my god! Don't save Kim Kardashian's <gasps> pink aura on TikTok. No, what happened? They come after you. <laughs> Why? What do they? What do they want her to be? My issues with TikTok. I don't know. They. That I think like people on TikTok. Are like well, pink or you know, I always say like, um, there's no good or bad aura colors. There's just good and bad intentions. All right, so people people hate Kim Kardashian, like they do. They really yeah. like hate her. And I, I 
So after some of the controversies and stuff, like, hey, I'm like, okay. You know, we've yeah. talked about her already. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've done all this. Yeah, the, so with her, she's first the, of all, she's all one color, which is weird. I, she'll borrow, sometimes she'll borrow, like, a yellow or borrow a purple. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's, like, she's borrowing yellow lately ever since the split with She's got a lot of money. I don't think she needs to borrow anything, but... Um. <laughs> But yeah, so like between floaty and the bubblegum thing. All yeah. right. Let me, you have the list of those, of pinks. Yeah. I think you and Shelby from the page. Made yes, the list. Dr. Can, Shelby. Give me a couple of names. I want to see if I can kind of get the, which one they would be oh, based on your description. I don't know if you know everybody. Yeah, I probably don't. I'll Hang say on. I don't know them if I don't know them. Give me, give me a couple of names. Uh, well, okay. Throw a few Marilyn Monroe. I have to go easy. Oh, Marilyn with you. Monroe. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, she could be that hot, hot pink. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hot pink, I'd say. Yeah, she's like the hot pink one. All right. Okay, hold on. If I don't know um, them, I'll just say I don't know them. That's okay. Overtime. I'll call overtime. overtime. Are we doing overtime? Yeah, let's do some. Give me some. Yeah. Okay. Give me some names. This Throw is overtime. Out. Okay. Uh, oh, Paris Hilton. Oh, Paris Hilton. Okay. Um, Floaty? She used to be, I mean, she used to be like <laughs> hot believe, pink. I can't, I can't even believe I'm playing this game. I know. Her, <laughs> her mom's real floaty. Kathy oh, Hilton. Oh, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy uh, so Paris is yellow uh, pink, and oh, her mom okay. is too. She used to be more. I can see where you can say that. I mean, I honestly, she used to be like hot pink. Now she's more bubblegum. Bubble she's gum. branding okay. herself. Yeah. Better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's got the. But she went through all this stuff and everything, so I get it. All right. Who's um. Next? All right. Let's do one more because there's not a ton of them, Scott. Not, uh, not a couple of. Them. And I know you don't know everybody. That's well, the let's thing. see if I know them. All right. You know her. You know her. Her? Yeah, you don't know her. What do you mean her? She's an artist. Wait, H-E-R. I don't know her. Yeah. I don't know him either, okay. but all right. Well, she's pink purple. Okay. Um, I don't know these Just roll people. about. Roll about. You don't know... Uh, Chriselle Strauss. She was from Selling Sunset. Oh, okay. I don't know that one, but I'm going to guess anyway. Okay. Um, well, she, okay. So that's the real estate show. Yeah, she's pink blue. So I'm going to go with Bubblegum? Yeah, I don't know. But I think she's more like kind of floaty. Floaty. And then, and then maybe the bubble gum. Okay. Sometimes. All right. All right. I get that. Cameron Westcott. You don't know who this is. It's Real Housewives of Dallas. Okay. Well, I could get. All it's right. All I could get. You could. I don't just throw the name out. You could say. You could say Scott. You know. Um, sparkly. No, she's more like. I don't even know who she is. You don't know. She's more like bubblegum. All right, give me another one. Give me. I feel like she knows herself. Give me more. Give me this more. This is like because we're learning who the pigs are. Walter Mercado. <laughs> Walter Mercado. You don't know him. He was like this. There was uh, a documentary on Netflix about him. He was kind of like um, I don't know that much about him either. But he was he was uh, kind of like Latino community Spanish like uh, psychic. Oh, all right. Give me another one. Pass. He's pink, he's pink green, and pink purple. Green. Oh wow. That one's, he's interesting. Um, let's see. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. She sings that butterfly song. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Abby loves that song. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sparkles? No. no maybe. No. She's got a little kind of feisty thing going on. No. Like, she feels more bubblegum to okay. me. All right. All right. We done? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm going to put all these up. It was fun Try to guess. See if I, you know, it was more fun Try to guess if I'd see. Knew who they were. <laughs> it's more. It became more about that. Yeah, <laughs> like does Scott know well, these I mean, people? Probably, I can't guess the four. One of the four. If I don't know who you are, <laughs> <laughs> like does Scott know these people? What's going on? Yeah. All right. Well, I know. I know more pinks than the average color. But are we in overtime? We're in overtime. Oh, okay. oh yeah. They could. You could leave now. Okay. Yeah. yeah you could. Leave. You guys so, can go. We're yeah. Just, so if you, we're drawing it out now. Yeah. Us trying to figure out these colors. We're just drawing it out. All right. We can finish it up. Okay. Unless you want me to read from the Mothman Encounters. I do, but I don't know if the pink. You know, is that he's? I, 
don't think Mothman's pink. You can't tease the people. I know, but I have to find a passage that's not like the WAP song, <laughs> Cardi B, because there's some, some stuff in here. But that's what we want. <laughs> so this we is a want. family show. That's the thing. This is a family well, show. Well, it's overtime, so we... Erotic... This is the book, Erotic Encounters with the Mothman. It's my new favorite book. I Who's keep it the on author? Nightstand. The author is Gwendolyn Rose. She self-published this pamphlet. She's got a very, 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 very... I don't know what kind of mind, but... Scott's into it. This is your bedtime reading. Sure is. What's called Erotic Encounters with With the the Mothman. I left a review, so if you want to go on Amazon, yeah. Do you want to read us a section? Of the review? No, of your your book. I think you get uncomfortable reading it. I do. I'd read it, but... It's your you book. Because you don't know what you're going to get. I don't I mean, know. It's, Just say they, bleep if you're not sure you can say it. It's the premise. And I said this before. It's like the premise is there's Okay, what's two, the premise? There's – I didn't read the beginning part. You just part. you go for the naughty parts, don't you? <laughs> but, but you like leap through the naughty it's basically parts. Basically, two women in the Mothman. Oh my it's god! Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Menage a Mothman. Menage a Mothman. Yeah. Yeah, so. Menage a Moth. Yeah, All right, so I, let I, find find a find a thing for us, and I mean, let's find out. You have to like set the I set the scene a bit too. Like, are there the scenes? Last time we talked, like to, I don't understand. Like, they went down to his lair. The last time I left it off, they were <laughs> they went down to the Mothman's home, and they talked about like his books. And his, he's, what he's, he owns. He's a bit of a collector of things. Yeah, and, he's a collector. But I have a question. Like, I thought the Mothman was um, is he a moth? Like, what is what is oh, he? Well, Does, no, he's got. Does he, he have body parts? He has the male parts that, <laughs> like that I have. Ew, what? Well, like, the men have. The men We're have. visualizers. We're in overtime. We're in overtime. <laughs> Does he have wings? Um. Yes, he's like he's like the Mothman. Are his wings part of his erotic that came down to Point Pleasant? It, but yet he owns a home. <laughs> he or owns in a cave or something. <laughs> he owns real estate. He, yeah, he owns. Real How estate. does he make money? I have so many questions. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm ill-prepared <laughs> to read today. <laughs> well, you have to. You have to now. Okay, fine. All right. All right, fine. Just uh, use it, the word bleep. It is overtime. No, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to go... This is... Let Whoa. me set the scene here now then. Okay. I can't believe we're doing this, but it is overtime. All okay, right. This is where Everyone Dreama... cuddle in. There's <laughs> Meredith and Dreama. Mer- those are Mothman's two women. Uh, okay. And they... There's scenes where they're together first, and then they're with... <laughs> So wait, let me just, yeah. Dreama and, and Meredith, Meredith are human women yes, and human they've women. been together with each other. Yes. And yes. now they encountered, we don't know how Mothman. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I think Dreama brings the moth. I think she's with Mothman and then she brings Meredith into in it. With Mothman. Okay. Menage right. a Mothman. All right. right. Let's so go. here we go. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. I promise. Dreama said. A light, subtle pulsation, almost like a cat's purr, began to vibrate from the Mothman's chest. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> it was soothing, and then something more. Meredith began to feel dot, 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 compliant. Whatever is was that, in wait, store for her. Yeah. Is that his, his magic skill? Like he makes you compliant with his purr? He purred, yeah. But oh. it's weird that a moth purred like a cat. Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Whatever was in store for her, she was okay with it. So she, came, you know, she came to terms yeah. with being with a Mothman. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, she didn't <laughs> want to resist anymore because anything that felt this incredible. Period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the writing's bad. It's self-published. Yeah, it's okay, self-published. it's self-published. Okay, and anything that felt this good <laughs> couldn't possibly 
be all bad. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Wow. It's, I know I'm leaving you hanging again <laughs> because it's going to get detailed from there. All right. If any of you are into that, yeah. you can go get it yourself on Amazon. Right. All right. <laughs> this podcast, believe it or not, is for you <laughs> and about you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today. 